Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. Lions Daily on TalkSport 2. How are you doing? It's TalkSport 2. I'm Tim Cocker and this is the Lions Daily, where every day you can catch up with the latest from the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. And it's game number two at the weekend, the first match in South Africa. And in a minute, you'll hear from Warren Gatland, who selected his 23-man squad for that one. Spoiler alert, Stuart Hogg is starting. He's skipper in the side as well. And he's been talking to us. Hear from him too. And we'll put the focus on the tour captain, Connor Murray with um, well, with someone who knew him when he was a youth and we'll also be getting the thoughts of someone else that knows Connor Murray quite well as well as quite a bit about winning for the Lions Brian O'Driscoll we've picked Bod's brains for you on today's show as well so we've got another belter for you then and come Saturday afternoon or evening uh, we can focus on matters on the field once again for the Lions and it's the Lions derby as the British and Irish Lions take on the Emirates Lions live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. So here we go on TalkSport 2, the British and Irish Lions Tour 2021. Let's get the tour underway! Still an opportunity to come to the uh, right wing for Josh Adams! Try scored! Big overlap on the left-hand side. It's Liam Williams. Out to Tulipe Valita. Can he bounce off? Or bounce off to and put the ball down in the corner. Try given to Lupe Valetau. He gives the ball to Hogg and he sails through a gap and puts the hammer down. And Stuart Hogg has scored a try. You've listened to past players of, of what it means to represent the Lions and it means absolutely everything. You just got a little teaser of what is to come from Stuart Hogg at the end there. Honestly, the, the, the chat, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear more from Stuart Hogg. The bits I've heard... He really means it when he's speaking. Um, uh, that is all to come on Lions Daily. Um, Ollie Hunt is here as well. Ollie. Yes, how do, how do. I like this how do thing that you've um, got going on. It's the North, mate. Yeah, no, I like it. <laughs> by, by the end of um, my stint working with you, I'll end up becoming a, a bona fide Northerner. Let's yeah. hope it, let's hope anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, before Ollie and I discuss the team that Warren Gatlin has selected, let's hear from the Lions head coach. He was speaking to TalkSport's Alfie Reynolds earlier today. There's a number of leaders in your squad, so... When it comes to making the decision of who's going to captain the side, what goes into that decision? You're looking at players that have uh, had, had some experience and, and 
Stuart's on his third tour now. He's did a good job, or great job with uh, with Scotland. Um, um, yeah, he'd been a bit, come from a very successful club in Exeter, so you know, he's got those that experience and leadership skills. And as he said, he's very very calm and uh, you know goes out there and and leads from the front in terms of the way that he plays and and delivers concise and clear messages without you know, rambling on and raving. And uh, there's just, it's, it's you know, I, I really like his leadership style and the way that he's been with the with the team this week. So, um, yeah, there's another other, a number of other players that, um, you know, potentially are in, in contention and we've got a very strong leadership group and we're going to need other players beside Conor Murray uh, through this tour to, to captain the side. So, um, you know, we are fortunate that we've got... Uh, a fair number of choices that we could possibly go to. And I think with the losing Alan Wynn, it's been now the responsibility sort of on, on the leadership group and other players in the squad to to step up and really support each other. And I think that's it's been that uh, they've done a great job in doing that and 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 taking on that mantle to to make sure that it's not just Stuart's responsibility, but everyone's you know those experienced players are taking a, a role in, in, in terms of communicating and, and taking some of the pressure off the captain. And a word on your opponents at the weekend, the Lions, they lost four out of five in the Rainbow Cup. Yes, we've had a reasonable a good look at them and they're going to be strong up front. And the, for us, the, the first game is always the, uh, on tour, is always you know difficult. Um, just so getting up to speed, uh, they're probably the least affected of the the five teams in terms of of four teams in terms of um, the number of players that they would have lost to the Springbok squad. So you know they're going to be fairly settled and, and, and pretty strong. And and for a lot of these players, it's it's a once in a sort of lifetime opportunity to, to play against the Lions. So um, you know they're going to be incredibly motivated to want to go and play well and. Uh, you know, we know we understand it's not going to be any crowds, but that's not going to take away from their desire to to want to be the first team to to try and beat the Lions on tour. And just finally, if I can ask you a question on Luke Cowan Dickey, I presume he must have passed the return to play protocol. But how is he? Because it looked like a nasty knock he picked up in that Premiership final. Yeah, I spoke, when I spoke to him first of all, I asked him who he was, and he said he was fine. He said he'd never been uh, had had a knock like that before. So. He's done all the return to play protocols, and he's started to take a, a, a part in in training. And so, look, he's another real competitor. Um, you've got we think we've got really experience in that that hooking position, and uh, the the three of them are going to really fight it out. And I'm sure when he gets his opportunity, he's going to make the most of it. Warren Gatland speaking to TalkSport 2's Alfie Reynolds. And a little shout to Alfie, by the way, because he's moving house and was off work. I mean, he loves it that much. He's like, oh, I'll speak to Gats. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I mean, he was about the fifth or sixth person <laughs> that I tried. No, not that's not true, Alfie. I know you're going to be listening. So, um, but yeah, good, good work from Alfie as well there. Yeah, really interesting stuff from Warren Gatland, particularly about the leadership. And we will talk more about that later uh, in the show. But when you look at the, the 23-man squad that Warren Gatland has picked, Ollie, it, who jumps out? Who are you most excited to see on Saturday? Well, firstly, I think we need to pat ourselves on the back because it's pretty much an amalgamation of what we'd said yesterday on yesterday's show. So uh, well done you and well done me. But I think the thing that I'm I'm most looking forward to seeing is the all-Scottish combination of Ali Price and Finn Russell um, at 9 and 10. I think 
it's definitely something that Gatlin's going to try and work on, see these different uh, combinations. I almost went into the way that Gatlin says combinations then with that New Zealand <laughs> lilt. But it, it, he's a, Finn Russell's a really exciting player. And Gatland, actually, early, uh, later on in the press conference, he was asked specifically by some of the Scottish journalists about picking these two guys together. And he's, he said, well, you know, Finn, Finn's, we know what he can do attacking-wise, but actually he's matured as a person over the last year or two and got better defensively. So I think he's not only been picked for his attacking prowess, but, and I know we've got um, Owen Farrell as almost the, the defensive safety blanket there as well, but uh, at 12, but that Finn Russell, Ali Price axis and how they're going to control the game. And let's see how Gregor Townsend's, um, how he's moulding his these backs into his, you know, into his form and see how they end up playing. Because a lot of it, and I don't know whether you agree with me, um, Tim, is oh, we're gonna, the, the, the Lions are going to match South Africa up front. Well, they're going to have to score tries and scoring tries is often done by those guy, those nippy guys at the back and uh, um, he's picked some exciting ones as well. How about you, Louis Rees-Samit? Yeah, the, the back line I find very, very exciting. Four Scots uh, in that back line. Um, Finn Russell, by the way, I, I think one of the best performances of any individual during the Six Nations was Finn Russell away in France where he absolutely controlled the game. So I think, he's, I think Warren Gatland sees that Finn Russell has matured and he's got way more to his game than those maverick moments which he can do but where where I'm really excited is looking at that pack because it is massive it's absolutely ginormous and clearly with the selection of Courtney Laws at blindside flanker we saw Tyg burn against Japan that seems to be the blueprint I wonder whether it might be Tom Curry and Hamish Watson on the flanks but he's gone for Courtney Laws the hybrid lock flanker that seems to be the blueprint in the way that that Warren Gatland is going to go for this tour. That means, as I make it, Tom Curry, not in the 23, is the only original member of the squad, not including the two injury call-ups, who won't have featured by the end of uh, this weekend, which is interesting. And I'm, I'm also wondering, is Anthony Watson, has he got a knock? Because Josh, well, actually, Macca, who is, uh, uh, have we got Macca telling us who's starting on the left wing? Oh, yeah. Josh Adams! Lovely. Uh, but he's starting again. Uh, Anthony Watson came off the bench and I was expecting to see him on the wing, so I'm wondering whether he's got a little knock. It's interesting you say that. Um, Warren Gatlin was asked specifically about if the, if everyone's fit and available and ready to play. And, and uh, also, um, he said there were no injury concerns. Um, I don't know whether something's happened. Well, I, he wouldn't have said there were no injury concerns if there were no injury concerns. Um, Robin McBride a couple of days ago reiterated that fact that there were no injury concerns. All of the guys have made it over and, yeah. and, and no issues. So I wonder if Anthony Watson will be the guy will be in that starting yeah. 15 um, on Wednesday against the Sharks. We'll give it a look. But one interesting thing when I look at the side, there were seven Irishmen against Japan. In the pack, there's five Englishmen, and in the backs, there's four Scots. So clearly, Warren Gatland is leaning on those international combinations. We know it's a shorter tour. They've got to get up and up and running as quick as possible, and that seems to be one of the ways he's doing it. Really interesting stuff. We've got uh, more to come on the Lions Daily on TalkSport 2 with the famous grouse, the spirit of rugby, 18-plus, be drink aware. A reminder, commentary of every game on the Lions Tour to South Africa across the TalkSport network, and this Friday too with the Springboks and their first game since the Rugby World Cup against Georgia on TalkSport 2, kick-off 6pm. Next, though, while well, our man in South Africa, Neil Manthorpe, has sat down 
with the captain for the Lions for Saturday's game, Stuart Hogg, who joined the party late after playing for Exeter, who benched him for that Premiership final last weekend. So he may feel he has a point to prove. Really looking forward to this one. Stuart Hogg, Exeter Chiefs, Scotland. Gives the ball to Hogg and he sails through a gap and puts the hammer down and Stuart Hogg has scored a try. As a kid growing up, you watched all the different Lions DVDs and videos and, and you know, I had the dream of, of representing them one day, but to be given the opportunity to captain the side is, is absolutely amazing. Stuart Hogg there. This is TalkSport 2, it's the Lions Daily. And yes, Stuart Hogg, well, he missed the start of the tour those first couple of weeks in Jersey because he was involved in the Premiership playoffs with Exeter Chiefs. He's got his bag of Lions stash now. He's got himself on the plane with the group. And as you will hear right now, he was really open and honest, speaking in Johannesburg with TalkSport's Neil Manthorpe. Stuart, I feel obliged to say that you've been speaking now for about an hour and a half um, in your duties as your new duties as captain. Um, you still got the voice for it? No, I mean, it's, it is an honour, isn't it? Yeah, it's a huge honour. Um, you know, for me to, to be in a position to represent the Lions is, uh, is the ultimate dream come true. Uh, and to be in a position to captain it, um, never in my wildest dreams, I think this would, this would come to me. But uh, look, it is a huge honour um, and I'm very much looking forward to the challenge. I still remember 2013 when you were carrying that little baby lion around in uh, down in Australia. That seems like a long time ago, but it was a long time ago. It seems like a long time ago, but it also feels like yesterday as well. Um, means I'm getting older a bit now, doesn't it? But uh, now, brilliant, absolutely tremendous. I, I love that too. I learnt a huge amount uh, about myself as a person uh, and myself as a player. And you know, for me on that tour, I sat behind uh, and learned from uh, the legend that is Lee Halfpenny and. It was absolutely outstanding and it really gave me the the drive and, and the hunger to, to be the best that I could possibly be. Um, and I feel since then that uh, it's helped me massively. On the one hand, two previous Lions tours mean that you've you've seen it, you've felt it, you've, you've, uh, you, you know how big it is, but you haven't got on the park for a test match. So yeah. I don't know, you've got the experience, but you haven't got a, a jersey yet. Yeah, it's, it's something that, 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 that hurts a little bit, you know, for me. Um, you know, unfortunately, I picked up the injury in, in, in 2017 when I was playing some of my best rugby, and I've kept it quiet since then. But it's it's something that's that's really hurt me deep down for a, for a long, long time, and um, it's made me hungrier and, and, and want to get better and want to to be back and have another opportunity to represent the Lions. And you know, I've worked incredibly hard for it for for a number of years, um, but the hard work for me doesn't stop. It'll never stop. It makes me want to to be the best that I can be to represent um, the British Irish Lions in a test match is, is absolutely everything. So, uh, look, all, all I can do is, is work incredibly hard on a day-to-day -day basis, play to the best of my ability when given opportunity, um, and we'll see what comes of it. You're obviously best known for all the metres you've made, the, the, your speed, your attacking skill, your incisive running, um, and yet in a Lions series, I suppose, you know, people are expecting that cagey defence and keep it tight and keep it amongst the packs. Um, what would you say to those who say that you might be slightly too expensive and, and maybe a bit of a risk for the first test? Um, oh, look, I think uh, the biggest thing I've learned in life is that everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but there's only one, one man's opinion that counts, and that's Warren Gatland. Uh, you know, if, if he... Um, has confidence in my playing ability, then you know, look, I, I, I'd like to think I'll be playing, but 
there's a huge amount of competition here. You know, for me, Liam Williams is is one of the best fullbacks in world rugby, uh, and to be in a in a position to to compete uh, alongside him, um, to to learn from him um, is massive for me. And uh, you know, like Elliot Daly, Anthony Watson, you know, world class players. Um, and I find myself very very fortunate to be to be around these guys on a day to day basis. And Look at the end of the day, we've got a huge amount of competition for places, and the best 23 will, will represent the Lions in the in the Test matches. Um, and if for the boys that that aren't involved or won't be involved, they'll still have the same common goal of making sure that this team is prepped in the best possible way uh, to be a part of a successful Lions tour. When teams talk about the Springboks, they inevitably talk about size and physicality. I mean, that's the first thing that seems to come to everybody's lips. Even the opposition, they talk about the, these monster men in the pack and the, and the physicality in the, in the midfield and guys like Demi and Dialandi and Lucanio Am. Um, do you think it's overplayed? I mean, you've also got guys like Cheslin Colby. Yeah, I think, uh, no, look at, as soon as you play any South African player, any South African team, um, you know you're in for a massively physical challenge. But it's one that that excites people. It's one that you want to try and uh, get the best out of. But I think we've got, you know, very very intelligent coaches that will that will figure out a game plan that's going to, uh, you know, first and foremost work for us, but also challenge the opposition. And you know, I've seen it over the last kind of few days of of the way that we we're going to try and play, and it excites me. It excites me massively, and and I know it does for the rest of the boys as well. There will be times that we'll have to be confrontational. And there will be times that we're going to have to to move them around and um, and implement a, a spot-on kicking game. Uh, but we've got that in our armory. And as I say, it's a hugely exciting time for everybody involved in the British and Irish Lions team. Competition for places is across the board, as you've just mentioned. Um, at, at what point, or are you at that point now, where you are 37 men pulling in the same direction as one team? I mean, because you all want you all want to start. You all want the jersey. That's that's the the easiest thing on, on, in terms of how we can gel as a team. Uh, we're all here for the same goal, the same purpose, and that's to be a part of a, a successful tour. Um, and for me to, when when you train alongside these guys, you see what the the intensity they bring, the the quality, the skill level, the experience that everybody's got. It just makes you want to be better and makes you want to be a part of it. And I've absolutely loved my first few days being in camp. Um, and for me it's only going to get better it's only going to get better and then you know you always kind of touch on you know you've, you've listened to past players of, of what it means to represent the Lions and uh, it means absolutely everything you know it means everything and, and I know that every single player member of management um, you know I think there's 80 odd people on tour we're all here for the same goal and the same purpose and we're all striving to get the best out of each other on a daily basis and briefly then, just and finally, the the tour. I'm gra- glad you're enjoying it. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot to enjoy and you know to look forward to on the field. But you know, here we are having an out- outdoor interview, a scenic setting with the fountains by the side of us. And yet, this whole complex is normally thriving. It's normally got thousands of thousands of people here. There's restaurants everywhere. Um, you know, entertainment facilities, movies, sit theatres, and it's all shut. It's, it feels really quite eerie. Does it feel eerie to you? It's uh, it's definitely different, um, <laughs> but I think the the unfortunate thing for us over the last kind of year or so is that we've all played in games that we've had no fans or, or limited fans. But at the end of the day, we we also count ourselves very very fortunate that we are in a position to continue doing what we love doing. Um, 
and for us to have no fans across here, yes, it is, it is going to be difficult because we're used to a sea of red. We're used to, you know, tens of thousands of people coming out here and supporting us. We fully understand uh, the, the kind of challenge and the pressure that comes with a Lions tour, but we're here to, to first and foremost win a Lions tour and make sure that we make our people, our sea of red back home, proud of what they're seeing, um, proud of, of, of what we're putting out in the park on, on a weekly basis. Um, and when they look in at us, they see a bit of themselves and us, and by that I mean you know, boys that will be willing to go to dark places, get up off the deck all the time, work incredibly hard, because they'll be putting their hard-earned money to come and support us. Um, so we need to repay them in terms of, like, obviously they're not going to be here, but we need to show them that, that we're here for the, for, a, for the main reason, that's to win a Lions Tour. And when they look in at us, um, they're really, really proud and... Uh, they'll get right behind us and they'll see a bit of themselves in, a, in, in us. Best of luck on Saturday night. Thank you very much. Cheers. Stuart Hogg with TalkSport's Neil Manthorpe. There is a man with a steely focus. Now he's on tour and about to play his first game for the British and Irish Lions in 2021, Stuart Hogg. The, the things I absolutely loved about that, he said, I've kept it quiet uh, on the fact he hasn't received a test cap before despite going on two tours. I've kept it quiet but it's something that hurts me deeply. What a great insight. It's an amazing line, isn't it? And props to Neil Manthorpe for getting something like that from him because Stuart did the 25-minute long press conference with Warren Gatland earlier today. So there were both of them there and it was some questions to Stuart. Alfie asked a couple of questions to Stuart, but because we had this, I, I, we'll, we'll play this. Um, but um, some questions to Stuart, some questions to, to Warren Gatland. He didn't say that. And that is an absolutely incredible quote. And it shows that how much the Lions meant. He, he said it later on, that the Lions means everything to me. Everything. Yeah. These, are, these are the kind of things that um, they're, 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 they kind of go down in history as monumental moments for these players. And Stuart Hogg is going to put himself firmly in the shop window for as he said, a, a very competitive position in that back three yeah. on Saturday. And I, I tell you what, what a fantastic, uh, what a fantastic interview and, and hearing from him in full there. Brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, the, the other thing I, I really found revealing was him talking about when he was asked about the style that the Lions are going to play. He said, it excites me massively. He, he acknowledged that they'll have to kick and be physical at times. You play in South Africa, that's how it'll have to be. But that says to me, that is a hint that it's very much a Gregor Townsend kind of attack, which might... Uh, be something we look at in, in terms of looking ahead to the game against the Emirates Lions this weekend when we chat to our analyst Ross Hamilton in a little bit but right now uh, well we're going to continue with our chats we've had with some Lions greats uh, and we have an absolute legend right now Brian O'Driscoll he's been speaking to Andrew McKenna thanks to Land Rover and here's Brian talking about that potent backline options that the Lions possess there's an array in that Lions back three you want to get them the ball as much as you can particularly Stuart Hogg he's in the form of his life at the moment so um, hopefully he'll be able to maintain fitness he's been unlucky he was unlucky obviously four years ago in New Zealand um, you you want your best players out there and you're going to need them and, and the versatility of his game of being a ball carrier his footwork his speed his acceleration his kicking game his defensive qualities you're going to need all of that in in counteracting whatever um south africa have in in their weaponry in their back line it sounds like you've you've kind of understand what warren's thinking with, with his squad there um has ireland as a nation maybe calmed down uh, on johnny sexton's behalf yet 
I, I think the, the reality is that people could understand, um, you know, the, the rationale for why Gats didn't pick him. You know, there was an article the following day saying Johnny Sexton hadn't played, hadn't finished three games in a row since 2018. So it's not that it's unfounded. Um, there is something, there's something in it. And I think the Irish nation, as much as we're, well, certain factions were disappointed. I'm sure lots of people thought, well, that's fair enough. You know, people, some people have been calling for, you know, Johnny Sexton to hang up his boots for a while. They don't feel he's anything like the player he was once. But when you look at his performance against England, I suppose that's what I know that he can deliver. And um, and there's muscle memory in players like that. You don't lose things. So, listen, anyway, Johnny Sexton's not being selected. We need to, you know, you can get over that. Finn Russell's a, a fantastic player. Dan Bigger's a fantastic player. Um, you know, Owen Farrell can um, fit in a 10 if needs be. You're you're not losing a whole lot, um, you know, or you know, it's it's much of a muchness. These guys have been selected. They deserve their opportunity on performances that they've um, delivered for um, their respective national teams and club teams. So um, you, you would imagine that you know, they'll take their opportunity because they're competitive animals. Brian O'Driscoll talking with Andrew McKenna there. Just picking up on one thing that uh, Bod said, talking about the fly half position, and, and he said Owen Farrell can fit in at 10 if needs be. Well, one thing we did get from Warren Gatland earlier during the press conference was that o- Owen Farrell will be played at 10 during one of the games before the test matches. Yeah, and we go back to that buzzword of uh, over the last week or so since they landed in South Africa, combinations. Mm-hmm. And seeing different styles, seeing how different people different players react and and the all the combinations and ways that they're going to play. So, yeah, exciting stuff. And that, really that exciting. shows why Owen Farrell was picked. He, he does that 10 and 12 option. Absolutely. It's the Lions Daily on TalkSport 2 with the famous grouse, the spirit of rugby, 18 plus, be drink aware. Commentary of every game of the Lions tour to South Africa across the TalkSport network. And in a moment, our Lions Daily player profile is going to focus on the Munster and Ireland scrum half and the new tour captain, Connor Murray. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Lions Daily on TalkSport 2. Now the Lions are coming at it. Ten metres out. They go down the right-hand side. Connor Murray for the score! Connor Murray, it opened up in front of him. And there was the opportunity. He simply picked it up from the base. There was no guard for New Zealand. And Conor Murray scores. Conor Murray, Munster Rugby, Ireland. We haven't been on two after the one in, in New Zealand in, in 2017. You're kind of trying to map it out, you know, what age you'll be and, and do you have a chance. And, you know, there was always that outside chance. And, you know, body feels great. I feel fit. You know, feel informed. We've got some big British and Irish Lions news to come to you. And Captain Alan Wynne-Jones has been ruled out after picking up a dislocated shoulder. Ireland scrum half Connor Murray has been named the tall captain for the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. He's a gas type of player. He's very good at controlling things. He's got a good box kick. Likeable guy, really nice guy. So yeah, just someone that um, you know the boys can really you know would get behind and and, and fight for really. Welcome back to the Lions Daily. Uh, you heard a little earlier from Stuart Hogg just how how intensely uh, that that passion is burning to get a Test cap. Connor Murray has had a few under his belt. You heard commentary there of his try in that second Test against New Zealand four years ago. Great memories, uh, and just to try and build a picture fill in the little jigsaw pieces of these guys that we're cheering for out there in South Africa at the moment. We want to find some of the people that know them best. And after a, a really assured performance in his first press conference as the new tour captain, which had Ollie Hunter raving about him as a skipper, he loves him, uh, we're going to speak to someone else very familiar with the Munster and Ireland scrum half. John Quilligan, president of Connor's hometown club, Gary Owen. How are you doing, John? Good to you, I'm very well. Uh, how how does it feel to to know that you've got another uh, Lions skipper uh, that's come through Gary Owen? Uh, look, I think you know all of us in Doyle, uh, Tim, are uh, very proud of of what Connor has achieved over his career, and I think you know the um, the fact that he has been picked to replace Alan Jones as uh, as a captain for the current tour already embellishes his achievements, you know, and it's testament to the respect and admiration which is held by his peers. And it's a, it's a source of great excitement for us. Having said that, I mean, you have to have a great sense of sympathy for Alan Jones, you know, an outstanding player, record number of caps going into his fourth tour and to have to lose out in that way. And, um, but to have Connor come up and replace him from a Gary Owen point of view is tremendous. Well said, John. Gary Owen, a, f- a famous name in its own right and has produced some famous Lions down the years. Keith Wood, David Wallace, among the players you've seen come through yeah. in more recent years. Conor Murray could become the most decorated of all of your Lions. Yeah, I think you know, as a club, um, Tim, like we were founded back in 1884, so we have a long tradition to build up to. We're very much part of the of the local community. And like we have a passion to win at the highest level. We've, we've won three All-Ireland Leagues and 39 months of senior clubs more than any other team. Um, like, so we, we, we were kind of used to competing at that level. And our club has a very proud tradition of producing players for the international um, stage. 56 players that have uh, represented Ireland and uniquely we've had a player captain in, in every position. And as you just said, uh, Connor is our 10th line and the first to lead the touring party. Um, and if you look uh, back over the list of lines that um, have come out of uh, Gary Owen, there's very much uh, a family link 
like you mentioned David Wallace, David uh, toured in 2001 and 9, and his brother had previously toured in uh, 1993. And um, Keith Wood, uh, Stoke Woody, um, who'd be known to all, uh, toured in 97 and 2001, and his father had previously toured in 1959. So there's a long tradition going back, and it's one that we're very proud of. How much has he grown as a person? What, what can you remember about the young Conor Murray? Well, I think the thing about Con- Conor grew up in, in, in Patrick's Well, which was very much a GAA area, kind of hurling and, and Gaelic football, and would have played Gaelic football locally for, for his local team. Um, now, he would have had a, a strong family link to, to the club through his grandfather, um, Con Roach, his, his mother's uh, father, uh, who was a club legend back in the 1940s and who played actually a paper Munster against the touring Australian team in 1947. Um, Connor came to us to the underage. He also played rugby with, with St. Munson's. And the one thing you'd always say about Connor is that he, he always had a great work ethic. Um, and um, he forced his way into the senior team at the, the age of uh, 19. And like he has fond memories of playing in the local AIL derbies at that time. And as always said, that had given a great grounding for what was to follow in his uh, representative career. And if you could give a message to Connor right now, if you were talking to him and not me, what what would you say? Well, what I'd say to Connor is what we can can relate to him already is that um, we have huge pride in what, what he's achieved. He's a huge example and a great representative for all that Gary Owen represents, and we wish him every best wish in the in the, the test to come and in his captaincy. We have huge confidence in uh, in him, and we look forward to seeing what happens in the next couple of weeks. John, thank you so much for your time. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Top man, John Quilligan, president of Conor Murray's hometown club, Gary Owen. And, well, I think he's just confirmed what, we, what we've what we kind of established, that Conor Murray's a pretty special human being. What a what a line of players and, and, and a history in uh, Gary Owen yeah. rugby club. Amazing stuff. And you, you hear it with a lot of these Irish players that... Um, they grew up in the kind of GAA areas and transferred those skills into playing into playing rugby. I saw actually um, on some of the Lions media stuff that they're doing, uh, either on YouTube or on, on Twitter, um, uh, Liam Williams with, I think they call it a hurling stick, um, smacking a ball around whilst they were down in Jersey. So some of the, those balance and, and fitness issues, uh, fitness similarities that really do cross over and Connor Murray is just showing that he is uh, he's kind of um he's able to control the game but mm. he's really showing his leadership skills as well and um I'm sure well we'll have all of all of the players in the stands um watching on on Saturday but um he'll be as pleased as, as anyone um that Stuart Hoggett's canceling the side on on Saturday as well just on the hurling thing by the way many a time I have stood in the, the fields in South Manchester near where I live, my local rugby club, there's a on, on Thursday nights there's people come down and do hurling and it's crazy some of the skills they've got. It's, it's outrageous. It's amazing, isn't it? it? Is. it really it's, is. it's a great sport. It is. So uh, in terms of leadership, a lot of people have sort of said about Conor Murray, oh, you know, it's a big challenge. He hasn't captained Munster or Ireland. But I was looking again at the squad and there are 19 men in the 2021 Lions squad that were in New Zealand four years ago. Among them, two national captains, Owen Farrell and Stuart Hogg, but some some massive names. So in, in a funny way, could this be the easiest captaincy gig going, in a sense, with all those people around you? I mean, you've got all of those people with all of that experience and, and their leaders amongst 
um, their countries. They, they've been leaders throughout their careers. Um, some of the some of the biggest leaders don't actually have that uh, that captaincy moniker placed upon them, but they're they're leaders that we don't see in the in yeah. the dressing room or on the practice field or or whatever. So. I think the fact that he hasn't officially had it for Munster and Ireland or or elsewhere down down the age groups, I don't think that's an issue at all. He would have, and he said it. He's drawn. Th- he'll be drawing from Paul O'Connell, Peter Omani, um, Rory Best. Talk sports, Rory Best. Um, so all of those people will have an influence in the way that he conducts himself and and and. Um, leads either with by example or he maybe he will become a more rabble rousing uh fist pumping kind of leader we'll, we'll wait to see um in in the games but it's a fascinating fascinating thing to to have, bes- have bestowed upon you um on the eve of the biggest tour in four years yeah well Conor murray will be uh, the tour captain from the sidelines this saturday uh, no irishman in the starting 15 there were seven against japan Warren Gatland, as I've mentioned before, leaning on those international combinations. And I think we should throw our attention forward to that game at the weekend, which we will do next on the Lions Daily on TalkSport 2 with the famous grouse, the spirit of rugby, 18 plus, be drink aware. And yeah, let's preview that Lions derby with our analyst Ross Hamilton next and look back at an incredible Lions moment as well that happened four years ago today. And now the uh, blow... On the whistle from Jerome Garces would seem to indicate they are going to look at the uh, TV replay. I can't believe they're even considering it. It's a clear red card. Red card shown to Sonny Bill Williams. 24 and a half minutes played. Odin Barrett will put the ball onto the kicking tee. He steps up at the start of the second, but has missed. Now, big overlap on the left-hand side. It's Liam Williams, out to Tulipe Valita. Can he bounce off one, bounce off two, and put the ball down in the corner? Try given to Lupe Faletau. Great step, good step by Faletau, and the finish is, is fantastic. For number eight playing on the wing, he knows how to score tries. Now the Lions are coming at it, 10 metres out. They go down the right-hand side. Conor Murray for the score! Conor Murray, it opened up in front of him, and there was the opportunity. Owen Farrell, two steps forward, right-footed, it's on the way. The Lions fans behind the post away to our left-hand side had their arms in the skies immediately that it was hit, and Farrell adds the conversion that ties this game up once again. Owen Farrell steps back. Now comes into the ball, strikes it right-footed. The Lions fans like it, Owen Farrell likes it. The touch judges like it. The Lions lead for the first time on the evening. The Lions win the second test of a Lions series for the first time since 1997. And we're all going to Eden Park next weekend. Series still alive. The Lions win in Wellington, 24 points to 21. What a memory. 1st of July 2017, four years ago today, that second test in New Zealand. I remember because it was in the morning, it was it was a bacon balm I watched that with rather than a beer, but oh, awesome memories. The Sonny Bill Williams red card, that Conor Murray sniping through for a try, getting through by the skin of their teeth. Uh, we will be looking back at some of the great moments in Lions history on Lions Daily. But right now, I want to th- look forward to this weekend's game and with the help of our resident analyst, Ross Hamilton, who is uh, joining me now. Hi, Ross. Hi, Tim. How's it going? I'm very well. Now, you've been uh, crunching the numbers off the back of uh, the Japan game a little bit, so I want to get straight into that for a second. What does the Japan game tell us about 
the style of play that Warren Gatland is is going to bring in? And, and where did the Lions get their success at the weekend from your perspective? Well, it was very interesting. We previewed the Japan game uh, this time last week and we, we previewed their victory over South Africa and a famous win in... Uh, 2015 and what we suggested is they didn't necessarily outperform them but they were very efficient and they took their chances now if I'm honest that's exactly what I've seen in here so Japan actually made more carries more meters more clean breaks more defenders beaten than the Lions um, but what the Lions did very well was exactly what Japan was so good at and being very efficient so that's efficient across the park it's not just in terms of their point scoring although they were um, it was very efficient in um, completing their possessions not many possession errors as well as their red zone efficiency. And that's really what got them um, the scoreline that they did. Again, not, not performing necessarily better in Japan. Japan were very good, uh, but uh, the Lions were able to take their chances when they came to them. Mm, uh, that is interesting. The, the defenders beaten, that, that is an interesting one. But then, the, yeah, the Lions made it count when they had the pressure. In terms of looking ahead to this weekend, um, Ross, uh, it's the selection of Courtney Laws on the blindside flank following on from Tyke Byrne, I wondered if we might see Tom Curry and Hamish Watson on the flanks, but this might indicate this is the way Gatlin's going. If it does, how does that hybrid six-lock situation affect affect the way they play? Well, just a quick note on that. I mean, the Lions made 14 turnovers on the weekend, so um, they don't necessarily need two out-and-out sevens. They've got players across the park to do that. Um, in terms of this hybrid, um, hybrid six and second row, I think it's just a nod to the the athleticism and the physicality of second rows these days. You could play Marrow at six, arguably Johnny Hill, Corny Laws, Ty Byrne. They are enormous men, but have the athleticism, the physicality again, to be able to play six, and, and of which you then don't lose much around the park. You know, yes, they'll offer another line-out option. Ty Byrne won three line-outs on the weekend. Um, he is a genuine option, so he creates space for the other second rows. Um, but it's just sort of a measure of the kind of animals these guys are nowadays. Second rows aren't just lumbering beasts anymore. Um, they offer real dynamism around the park. Ty Byrne, again, a prime example with his try on the weekend. And I just want to sort of make a note of this or, or, or a nod to the perhaps some of the emissions. And even with Adam Wynne-Jones going out and Adam Beer getting called up, a lot of clamour over um, James Ryan or Johnny uh, Gray, for example. Mm. But very solid players... Um, Johnny Gray didn't miss a single tackle in the Six Nations hasn't missed one for donkey's years um, James Ryan only missed one however their actual physical contribution and influence on a game isn't that great uh, to give you an example the, the numbers here for their dominant collisions which is in a carry um, Johnny Gray was the lowest of all second rows in the Six Nations and James Ryan was the second lowest so just sort of a measure that they're actually their output and their perhaps game winning or game contributing moments aren't as high as the rest of these guys who have the physical ability to either play in the second row or at six. That's really interesting, Ross. The um, the quality and the qu the quantity, you can't just measure it by just box-ticking numbers. Actually, the, the impact of some of these, uh, these collisions that are going on, that's fascinating stuff. As we look ahead to the Emirates-Lions game, what are the British and Irish Lions facing on Saturday? Uh, yeah, uh, I listened to uh, Warren Gatlin's interview earlier and he was obviously very diplomatic about it. They are the worst of the four provincial teams that uh, we're going to be facing. Um, they did only win one game. It was by a point. Um, even if you just look at the sort of the very basic numbers, they scored the least tries and points um, in this competition in the Rainbow Cup that's uh, just happened and they conceded the most tries and points. So, you know, just based off of those two factors, they're, they're not very well set up. 
They've only contributed one player, again, as Gallen said, towards the um, squad. So, yes, they might not be disruptive, but then they also don't have the calibre of player. Um, that uh, that player was uh, Wanisele Similani, and he's currently uncapped. So, um, out of the options that we have, out of those four, I think this first one on tour to be against the Emirates Lions is possibly the, the nicest, shall we say, for, for our British and Irish Lions to be facing. Um, and they'll stand a pretty good chance of, of putting their game plan onto the game and dominating that. So there you go. Ross Hamilton is saying um, it's going to be a, it's going to be an absolute hammering. Is is that what we're saying? Yeah. Easy win, comfortable win. Oh, well, I wonder actually with the will we see it being lob, chucked around a bit? Do you reckon? Or I'm talking to you more as a fan now, I guess, Ross. But um, what, what do you want to see? Do you want to see them take advantage of a weaker opposition or? Do you want to see them go through the processes that they might have to do come a test match? I mean, I'd love to see both. I'll answer as a fan, but also as an analyst. And I'll, I'll tell you some of the numbers from the Japan game as well. I think we mentioned this last week. We had a look at uh, the playmaker balances. So it shows sort of where each team is trying to initiate their plays from. Um, and we had a huge percentage of play come off of 10, actually very little off of nine, off of 12, sorry. We only had 9% come off of our 12. So it's an interesting dynamic with, say, Finn Russell at 10 and Owen Farrell at 12, is whether he is going to provide an outlet for Finn Russell to be a backup if they need to sort of uh, get rid or, or play some territory game mm. and let Finn Russell just be that expansive, wide, exciting player that we know he is. And, and maybe he has that freedom then within the structure that the Lions are trying to play. Again, just a, a couple more stats from the weekend. Um, the Lions kicked 67% of their possession. So two-thirds of all their possession had a kick within that at some point. Um, so it's a very clear tactic from the Lions, you'd suggest, to play that territory game, which is great. And that's certainly something you're going to need against South Africa, especially. But this might be, as you said, exactly the right opportunity to just unleash Finn Russell and his backline, let them play, always having that outlet of, Finn Ru- of uh, Owen Farrell if they need it. Absolutely. Can't wait for this one. Thank you, Roscoe. Appreciate your time, mate. Pleasure. Cheers, mate. Uh, Ross Hamilton, our analyst for this summer uh, of the British and Irish Lions Tour of South Africa. And uh, I'm properly excited about the game now. So let's wrap up today's Lions Daily on TalkSport 2 with the famous grouse, the spirit of rugby, 18 plus, be drink aware. Now you can listen to this show again, previous shows in the podcast section of the TalkSport app. And that first Lions game in South Africa is live here on TalkSport 2 on Saturday. It's a 5pm kickoff. And tomorrow evening, you can also hear South Africa play their first game since the Rugby World Cup final. That's against Georgia. The game's in Pretoria, 6pm kickoff. And we've got every minute of that one too right here. Lions Daily on TalkSport 2. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 